0: Welcome to Leaders Lift, the podcast for anyone working on their own personal development, looking to become a better leader, or to just get more out of their own life, personal or professional. Well, this is episode 39 for December 6, 2023, and I'm your host Greg Cunningham. Thank you for joining me today. This week I want to kick off a little mini series as we go into the next year. A lot of people will be looking to set goals, make plans, make changes, evaluate how things are going, all of those different kinds of things. And I want to share a few things that may help you as you go through this process. Now, even if you don't use the new year as the trigger for any of this, these principles will help you whenever you want to put together your own personal get more out of life plan, or as you help others do that. Now for the first topic, I've chosen to go a little bit deeper on something I pointed out several times, and that's the danger of comparisons. Now, there are several reasons this came up. The topic came up on a podcast I listen to each week in a little bit of a different context. And I continue to see all the studies that come out about the impact of social media on mental health. If you don't quite understand how those are related, stick around and we'll talk about it. But most importantly, if you're going to use the time at the end of the year to look back on 2023 and your progress, it's a good time to make sure that you are only doing the kind of comparisons that are beneficial. And that can be a bit tricky. Some of this will be a repeat of things I've covered, but a little repetition rarely hurts anyone. And plus, this way everything will be consolidated into a single episode. Now, as you go into the holiday season or the new year, and you may have some downtime or even drive time over the holidays, it's a great time to get caught up on the podcast. If you want to narrow down which episodes make the most sense for you, I'd suggest listening to episodes 11 and 34. Those are both recaps of the preceding episodes. Episode 11 covers tools to build a development plan, mostly professional, but has some personal application as well. Episode 34 summarizes the episodes that came before that about moving down the path to our most potential. That's a little more personal focus, but also has professional applications. And you can always check out the show notes on the website for more info. And if you like listening on YouTube, all of the episodes and lots of shorts can be found on the channel there as well. They are video. They're not just still video. It's actually the recording of this podcast. And this week, I actually have a, several shorts that I've got planned to, to publish over the week that this episode is out. Let's start off by talking about why comparisons to be, can be a problem and just a few general thoughts to start with. I wouldn't quite say that we're hardwired to compare everything to everything, but it's really close to that. It's something we do very naturally and without thinking, almost like breathing. And it's definitely something we don't even realize we're doing it most of the time. So those are a couple of points. We also have the fear of missing out or FOMO. We also struggle, I think, especially in certain contexts and certain geographic locations. We struggle to be content versus always wanting something better or something more. I actually was listening to a totally unrelated podcast and they were talking about lifestyle incomes and how some people are out to make a whole bunch of money, but then there's other people that are just out to support the lifestyle that they want. And I think that would relate to this. I won't go into that in a ton of detail, but this concept of being content or do I always want something better or something more? Nothing wrong with wanting something better or something more. But can I get to be content? And that's one of the problems with comparisons is that we aren't always content with what we have. And then the last one, and I think this is a big problem in the world today, we tend to think that there's only so much happiness, success, uh, you know, applause, recognition, etc., to go around. So we kind of have this idea that if somebody else is happy, then I must not be. Or worse, in order for me to be happy, someone else needs to be unhappy. You know, we can't be happy for someone that accomplished this major goal. We just look at it and say, oh, I'm better than that, or I wish I had done that, instead of just being happy for these others. And it's just not true. There isn't only so much happiness to go around or so much success. Um, That's probably a topic for another day, but I hope you understand why comparing ourselves to others that are successful or not, those kinds of things, this is part of that problem, right? Is that if we only think, I can be happy, but nobody else can, or if they're happy, I'm not. That's going to be a problem. I hope that makes sense. So those are the general thoughts. Comparing ourselves to others, why can this be a problem? Well, number one, and I've talked about this on other episodes, we rarely, if ever, see the full picture. We don't know what's going on in someone else's mind, their private life, or what their motives might be. That last one is a big one. We really don't understand why people do the things that they do, or at least it's very hard to. All we end up seeing is a moment in time, and often we are missing the key pieces of context that may greatly alter our thoughts or opinions. I'm sure everybody's seen those examples where you've got this zoomed in photo and they ask you what it is and you say it's this and then you zoom out and all of a sudden there's all of this context and you really understand what you're looking at. Or you've heard the analogy about the blind people that went to and touched an elephant and were trying to describe what the elephant is, and they really didn't see the elephant. All they saw was the trunk or the legs or the side or the tail or, or whatever it is. It's that kind of stuff that causes a problem, and we only see pieces of information. So we really just don't see this full picture. Now, the second problem, and I'll talk about this a little more in the social media portion of this, but... The other problem with comparing ourselves to others is we almost always see what others want us to see. People put their best foot forward in public, and we all tend to hide things we don't want others to see or judge, or we try and give off the impression that we think others have of us. You know, we want them to perceive us a certain way, and that doesn't always reflect reality. So we almost always just see what other people want us to see. So when we're comparing to that, again, it's not the whole story. Now, the final one here is we are all very unique individuals, and all of us have unique circumstances, traits, attributes, goals, all of those kinds of things. So what might be a significant challenge for you might come easily to someone else and vice versa. Something that's good for you may not be good for someone else and vice versa. And so this concept of comparing ourselves to others and thinking that person's just like me, I'm going to compare my life to them. It's just not a good idea because it's just not true. And that kind of leads into this uh, social media problem that I think we have. This is a little bit of a touchy subject because I know everybody uses social media and there's kind of some different uses of social media. One, social media is a source of news. That's probably a topic for another day because we can talk about filtering and algorithms and you know all of this kind of stuff. But a lot of what people use social media for is to get their news. I get a lot of my tech news through social media, that's my other podcast, which sometimes I actually call this one Gadgets for Families instead of Leaders Lift. I don't know why, but I just do. But I get a lot of my news through social media. It has its pluses and minuses. You know, what's what's fact, what's not. Unfortunately, even if we use social media and we got only actual and factual news, it's still gonna lead to this other problem that I wanna talk about. We would still be tempted to use social media as a view into the lives of others, which then ultimately ultimately leads to us comparing ourselves to others. Now, the problem with social media as a view into the lives of others, and I've talked about this a little bit already, is that we only see the perfect picture. We only see what we want them to see. You may see this you know, fantastic dish, restaurants do this all the time, right? You see this on social media, the picture of the perfect hamburger, and it's just looking fantastic. And then you go in and look and you order it, and it doesn't look anything like that picture. Well, the same thing goes for people's lives. We'll see their perfect kitchen or their perfect house or that perfect dish they put together or whatever the case may be. And all we're seeing is that it's probably a cropped version of whatever else is going on. If it's their perfect kitchen, you're not seeing the sink. There may be dishes piled up in the sink. Those are just really super simple. examples of especially in social media where we don't see the whole picture and so if we're trying to view into somebody else's life we're just seeing what they want us to see again all those things i talked about earlier we don't know their motives we don't know what's going on in their lives and we're not even seeing the full picture the literal full picture and then the other part of this is sometimes when we uh use social media we see these fairy tale stories that people publish like people leaving giant tips that changed the life of a waiter or a waitress you know those kinds of things we read these fairy tale stories and it's so easy to compare our lives to those and say well i've never gotten one of those or i would never be able to give a tip like that anyway that's just one example but those are fairy tale kind of stories that may or may not be true and if we're going to go in and compare our lives to those we're going to get ourselves in trouble now, the other problem with social media, fact or not fact, but it's how much is real and not staged or even made up on social media? And I don't even want to try and answer that question. I mean, you can judge for yourself. I talked last, in last week's episode about the voices that we allow into our lives to influence us, and you can go back and think about that when you think about social media voices that you're allowing in. But there's a lot of stuff on social media that's staged. Right, and there are a lot of companies that stage things, or it's a publicity stunt, or it's a big marketing campaign, and those things aren't even real situations. So we have to be comp- we have to be really careful there. And then the last thing on here is that you know if we just use social media for entertainment and we assume that it was fake or that it wasn't real or that we knew it wasn't a hundred percent real, then it might be a little bit easier not to get pulled into comparison land and. I debated on using this example, but I grew up when the WWF, professional wrestling, was a huge deal. And there was all of this debate about whether it's scripted or real and all of that kind of stuff. And the reality is, it's entertainment. If you think of it as a professional sport like football or something like that, that's not a really good comparison. It really is entertainment. They even changed their name to WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. And so when you realize that, yes, there are piece of, pieces of it that are real. You know, there's physical tolls on people and a lot of that kind of stuff, but that it's scripted out and, you know, it's a drama or whatever you want to call it, then it changes your perspective on that. And that's what I think we need to do with social media in particular is kind of take it for what it's worth. You know, is it reality? No, probably not in a lot of cases. And so keep that in mind. If you're going to use social media like that, and if you're going to compare your life to those you find on social media or situations or stories or whatever the case may be, this is just something for you to think about because it can really get you in trouble. Now I want to talk about comparing ourselves to ourselves and this one is a bit trickier. It's not like comparing ourselves to others where you can almost give a blanket statement, don't do that, right? Because again, you're unique, you're not the same, your situation's not the same or any of those kinds of things. This one, you can't really give that straightforward of an answer. When we talk about comparing ourselves to ourselves, there are good comparisons. And then there are some comparisons that aren't so good. One good comparison would be when we compare progress on something we've been working on. A bad comparison would be when we compare where we are now to where we were in an area we haven't even been working on. And I hate to use this analogy, but think about the person that set a goal to lose five pounds in three months. And at the end of the three months, they lost four and a half pounds. There are a couple of possible reactions to this. One would be to just give up and throw in the towel because of that last half a pound. Another would be to focus on the progress made and renew your determination to get that last bit off and set the next goal. So there's a good comparison here or a good result from this comparison or a bad result. Now, on the flip side of this, the bad comparison here would be, what if you had no goal to lose weight and you decide to see how much you weigh now versus three months ago? Let's say you gained a couple of pounds. How would that comparison really benefit you? It's a point in time. You didn't have a goal to lose weight or any of those kinds of stuff. And you're not just looking at all the circumstances in between. You're just comparing those two points in time. That's really not a beneficial comparison, but it could if you did that comparison, cause you to have, a, have negative feelings and then go on an eating binge or something like that, right? So did I have a goal to lose weight? How did I do against that goal? That's a good comparison. Well, I just want to see how I'm doing and losing weight, even though I've put in no effort and didn't have a goal to do it. That's a bad comparison. So again, when we talk about comparing ourselves, it's kind of tricky Um, And I'll talk about a little bit more here in just a second what to do about it. But there are good comparisons and bad comparisons. And first of all, you need to be aware of that. Now, how do we manage these comparisons? And I wish I had super easy answers that said, if you do this, you'll never compare yourself to anybody else again, or you'll only find the good personal comparisons. I don't have those answers. But here are some of the things for you to think about and figure out how you can apply those in your life. First, resist the natural tendencies to almost subconsciously compare you to everyone, you your situation to everyone else's. First of all, you have to recognize when you're do a, doing a comparison and then figure out if it's good or not. If it isn't good, you need to stop it. I mean, that's the next thing. So recognize it, resist it, or stop doing that comparison. That's the first thing that you need to work on. If you're going on social media and you're saying, oh, that car is much better than mine. Why are you doing that comparison, right? Um, Those are the kinds of things that I'm talking about and we do this subconsciously So this is not going to be something that's super easy for you to overcome But this next part I think is something that you can work on and it will help with those first ones You need to be deliberate about when you're doing a comparison and why are you doing it? So if i'm comparing where i'm at now on a goal versus where I was a year ago That's a good comparison, but know why you're doing it. Okay. I'm doing it because I want to see if I made progress and if I did what was good about that? If I didn't make as much progress as I'd like, what could I do differently? That's a deliberate reason to do a comparison. And that tells you what you wanna get at. I want feedback from myself. I wanna know how I did. I wanna know what I could do better. That's a good comparison, right? So you gotta be deliberate when you're gonna do these comparisons and what you wanna get at it. Now, comparing ourselves to other people, the big, big no-no. There are times though when you can look at somebody that's a good leader, for example, and say, I would like to be like them. Don't compare your whole life to them, but maybe can compare their leadership style with yours. And you can go back to all of my previous episodes and see what I mean by leadership styles and personality styles. You can never compare that on a one-to-one basis, but you could at least look and say, hey, they're a great communicator, or they really seem to be able to motivate people. How do they do that? What don't I do that they're doing? And could that apply in my life? That's another deliberate comparison that you can do because you know what you want to get out of it. I want to become a better leader. I think they're a good example of this. So I'm going to try and pick up some of the attributes that they have that could apply for me. That's another good comparison. Just saying, Hey, I want to be them. That's not good. That doesn't work in any context. Another thing that I think we should work on is to seek contentment. Now, in order to do this, I think we have to know where we want to go with our lives. What are our end goals? I've talked about, you know, developing our plan for our, to reach our fullest potential and all of those kinds of things, tools to help us get there. I think we need to know where we want to go in life. And just a real quick example, I mean, I've had been independent a couple of times and I've had several corporate jobs. And um One of my corporate jobs, there was really, really good money there, but it's super stressful and wore me out and mentally it was taking its toll. And now I look back on that and realize that I could have been content not making as much money doing something different. And I mentioned this earlier, right, that the one podcast talked about lifestyle, um, earning money for your lifestyle, right? I want enough to support my lifestyle. Well, in order to make that work, I have to know really where I want to go, right? What do I want to accomplish? Bills do I need to pay? What type of lifestyle do I want to support? Where do I want to go from a retirement standpoint? When do I want to retire? You know, what are my life's goals and what am I going to need to do to support that? That's different than just saying, I'm going to make as much money as possible and that will take care of everything. It's really not. So I think if you take that latter approach, I'm going to make as much money as possible and it'll take care of everything, I think you're going to have a hard time being content because you're always going to want more and more and more. I think of Scrooge McDuck, for example, on that. But if I know where I want to go, if I know what I want to achieve, and I know what I need to do to get there, then I could maybe make some different decisions about my profession that would be more fulfilling, maybe not make as much money, right? But I can be content with a different path. That's something I would really suggest you think about. What would help you to be content, right? Instead of thinking about, I've got to make as much money as the person down the road. Now, another thing I think we need to work on is learning to be happy for others without feeling like it takes away from your own. How do I be happy for someone that just hit a major goal? That, yes, I have that same goal and they got it first. Think about this two coworkers, you've worked together for a very, very long time. And One of you gets promoted and and you don't, but you both wanted the promotion, right? I mean, that's a super simple example. In the professional world, can you be happy for them without feeling like it takes away from your own happiness? That's not an easy thing to do necessarily from a human nature standpoint, but that's something that we should work on. We need to work on when our family members find success and maybe we're struggling and, you know, all of those different kinds of things. And then the last one here is that As leaders, we need to focus on helping others find happiness. That actually does leave less room for these kinds of comparisons. Well, I don't know if I really want to help this person that I'm working with to meet that goal or meet that milestone because maybe I want the same thing and maybe there's only one opportunity or, you know, whatever it is. But as leaders, we should be focused on helping others find happiness and meet those goals. And that will actually remove some of the comparison that we kind of naturally do. If I'm focused on helping them get where they go, Maybe I don't have time to do that kind of a comparison. So those are some of the tools that I think you can use. You can, you know, resist these natural tendencies to compare, recognize when we're doing it and stop the bad ones. Be deliberate about what good comparisons you're going to do. What do you hope to get out of it? Seek contentment, learn to be happy for others. And then as leaders, focus on helping others. Now. I said that I wanted to do this little mini series because we're coming up to the end of the year. And I know a lot of companies are going to do end of year assessments or, you know, pretty soon hereafter, but a lot of people do New Year's resolutions, whatever you want to call it, right? How does this apply? Number one, try and avoid, completely avoid comparing your year with anyone else's. I don't want to do that with this last year that I've had for sure. But it's so easy to do it. Oh, they made so much more progress or, you know, whatever. Try and completely avoid comparing your year with anyone else's. Two, when comparing you to you, do so deliberately. If you didn't have a goal to run a marathon last year, don't judge yourself for not having run a marathon. Right? Be deliberate. Take the goals that you did have, look at those. You know, Compare the things that are most important, don't compare everything, and don't compare those things that are going to turn out to be bad uh, comparisons. Second, as you're doing this assessment, focus on the journey more than the destination. Yes, it would be great if I lost the full five pounds, but I lost four and a half, and that's more than I've lost in any three-month period ever. That's just one example, right? So focus on that journey more than the destination. Now, sometimes you do need to get to that destination, and that's fine, so that's when you look at this and tweak things and try and do better next time, but that journey is probably gonna be more important than the destination in a lot of cases. And then related to that, focus on if you're moving in the right direction and if you're making progress. And if you are, it's okay to compare yourself yesterday to today. Even if you're not, that's okay if you know that that's because I'm doing the comparison because I wanna make progress and I wanna change things so that I can. And then finally here, celebrate. Celebrate the little wins, celebrate the journey, celebrate the victories, celebrate those things that you have done well. And all of these things will help you tune in better on those comparisons, to have uh, you know, good comparisons instead of the bad ones. I-, I hope this is helpful either as you go into doing this assessment or maybe it got you thinking about doing an assessment. I just want us to be conscious that comparisons in general are really not a great thing, right? Especially when you talk about comparing yourself to others. Just don't do it, whether it's a coworker, how did they do this year versus you? What are their stats versus yours? that's not nearly as important as have you made progress on the goals that you've had, right? So don't compare yourself to others. Be conscious about the comparisons you're making to yourself. Make sure that they're productive comparisons and then focus on that journey more than the destination. Like I said at the beginning, this is part one of this series that I want to do. I've got like three or four episodes. so. I want to talk about comparison. I want to talk about the concept of getting things done versus being productive. Um, I'll go into that a little bit uh, more. And I want to talk about also this concept of letting go to gain more, whether that be more time or more satisfaction, whatever the case may be. And through all of this, I want to tie in agile software development methodology. So, agile is the concept of I move quickly and I iterate quickly so that I can either succeed quickly or fail quickly and tweak instead of waiting to do the perfect thing. And I think that goes for all of our personal and professional development plans that we shouldn't wait until we've got the perfect plan and all of the stars align. I talked about this. There's never a perfect time to jump off of a moving train, right? Those That's just not going to happen. So if we take that concept of move quickly, iterate quickly. I think that'll help. So that's what I've got going. I'm not quite sure what order I'm going to do all of those in, but I hope you'll join me for the rest of those episodes through the end of the year. Thanks for again for sticking around to the end of this episode. Check out the show notes, follow the podcast, subscribe, check out the YouTube channel, especially with the shorts. Like I said, it's not static video. It's actually real video Me, That might not be uh, something you care about. Fine, but you can listen on YouTube or in your favorite podcast player. And until next week, try and catch yourself doing some of these bad comparisons and push them aside and see if it makes a difference. It helps you move down the path to your most potential. Thanks again. Have a great week.